0: Mr. Court, Mr. Boz, Mr. Witch, it's showtime.
1: Danger, danger. High voltage.
0: There is no spoon. Yes, there it is! The flying guillotine is an awesome weapon. It's not practical. It's not even aerodynamic. But it's awesome! Easy Rider is cool. Yeah,
1: it is. Oh, yeah. They have fuel tanks the size of a pea. You'll get three miles out of that. Okay, okay. Could we possibly just talk about the damn movie?
0: Obsessive Cinema Discourse. Ciao! Welcome to Obsessive Cinema Discourse Season 1, Episode 4. Roman holiday. No, not really. Just a joke. Just a joke. To my left is my favorite hunter. Nine kills down, one left, and he's already on show for a thong commercial. Court, good morning.
2: A thong commercial? What, is it going to be to make sure nobody ever buys salt thongs again?
0: <laughs> well, you know, I think it's the sexual stuff, you know, because sex sells everything, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, it's It's weird. I thought I would be selling tea, but apparently I don't really track to that crowd. No,
0: you're definitely more of a G-Banger type guy.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm going to sit here in my whale tail and count my blessings that I made it to at least nine kills. There you
0: go. And to my right, the victim, the man himself, the master of disaster, Boz. How are you, mate? Buongiorno. Listen to that. It's like he speaks another language, folks. Ciao, ciao. Gelato. (laughs) Ciao. I came in on my Vespa today, holding my coffee, just ah, waving cha- to people. <laughs> so, all of my incredibly—I love each <laughs> mm.
2: Your Italian made me spill my macchiato all over myself, which thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, all, all of all of my foolish Italian and my my colleagues' hilarity is because this month we are covering 1965's the tenth victim. Now, for those of you that don't know, it is, of course, an Italian movie. Ciao! In the near future, violence is controlled in societies avoiding wars. Killing is allowed to violent individuals in a game called The Big Hunt, where the participants are alternatively a hunter or victim. The winner of each round is awarded with a prize, and the survivor, after 10 rounds, wins one million dollars! Which, obviously, that's a million dollars in 1965 money. Mm. Then, oh, the American huntress Caroline Meredith, played by Ursula Anders, completes her ninth round. She comes to Rome to kill her tenth victim. She negotiates with the sponsor Minty to kill his victim in front of the cameras. The cynical Marcello Paletti... Is her big target and has just succeeded in his marriage annulment with Lydia, but has not disclosed this to his lover, Olga. Marcello suspects that Caroline is his hunter, but is not sure. Further, he falls in love with her and is reluctant to kill her. Now, if that didn't make any sense, let me play the trailer, which will have all the details about the hunt. In Italian. No, I think I've got one that was English. <laughs> <laughs> The 21st century
1: shall be the one that has legalized violence. The rules of the big hunt are quite easy. Rule number one, each member is obliged to undertake ten hunts. Five as a hunter, five as a victim. Rule number two, the hunter shall know all about his victim. Name, address, habits too.
0: Rule number three, the victim shall not be told who his hunter is. I'm going to murder the two of you. I'm sorry, but just who are you? Rule number four, the one who comes out alive. After the tenth hunt, he shall receive honor. Don't stop, please, keep kissing me. And one million dollars. As a souvenir.
1: This evening, I'll probably
0: be a dead man. Joseph E. Levine presents The Tenth Victim. The motion picture that gives comedy something to shoot at. Marcello Mastroianni <laughs> Ursula Andress <laughs> Elsa Martinelli Okay, now, before we go into this, gentlemen, this was a challenging movie. (laughs) I'll say. Thanks. Despite the fact that it was my pick, it was a challenging movie.
2: I did my notes differently. I kind of mentioned it off mic while we were recording. Um, So my stuff is in sequential because I flip-flopped on whether or not I like this movie so much that I don't even want to give it away in the why we love and hate this film. (laughs) (laughs) I just... And... As usual, I haven't made my mind up yet. (laughs) I'm kind of in the same spot, Boz, where I don't know what to feel about this film. Uh, So if we just want to jump to the why we love slash hate it and kind of see what happens, let's, uh, you know, we'll just kind of see if we can make up our minds
0: by the end of it. Yes. We'll we'll hunt down our decision. How about that?
1: (laughs) Ah, I what you did that.
0: So on that segue, not a Vespa, ciao. Um... See, I've just done a little motorbike handlebars, uh, and no one can see that. Because <laughs> apparently every time I, just... I say Vesper, I have to go, chao, and do the little ribbies.
1: If you say chow, I'm hearing Eddie Izzard, is that...
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah.
0: I trust that's your intention. Yeah, okay, that, fine. That, that is Eddie's, that That's the... Everything I know about Italy is Eddie Izzard. Just chao.
2: Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> everything Actually, I know... that will tie in... Everything I know about the world around me is from Eddie Izzard, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That'll tie in nicely to my notes later. Thank you. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes, the question is now is my Jello an action transvestite? So, gentlemen, yes, I think what, he is. <laughs> well, it's, he's um, he's an action transvestite. So, what did we love about this movie? I think for me, um I have to say look, I I really loved the uh, the soundtrack it just offset the killing really well oh it had the opposite effect for me the
2: soundtrack made me want to smash the speakers on my tv to make it stop <laughs> um
1: i i i'm gonna pull forward a note then uh that i had lined up for later <laughs> because um it it sort of haunted me the soundtrack because have either of you ever heard of a man called klaus Wunderlich?
0: I'm going to say no, but I d- you know, to tell me who he is and I may have heard of him.
1: Most people haven't, because he was very famous in the 70s for playing the Hammond organ a lot. Right. And um, my dad was kind of a big fan. I, and I know this because I remember the music from my childhood like a horrible, horrible dream. <laughs> but I found out recently that he was actually the president of the Klaus Wunderlich fan club. Oh wow. my and goodness. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to look him in the eye. So um, if you'll indulge me, I've actually queued this up. Um, just I want to give you a blast to see if this tallies into the movie soundtrack at all because this is all I could think of um, as I was listening to it. Um. Maybe not that piece exactly, but that sound
0: yeah, yeah, look. <laughs> haunts my childhood <laughs> memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah look, uh, I have the same feeling about Hot Night.
2: Um I don't mind the upbeat, like craziness that, that happened with the score. I don't mind that, but I think the that the soundtrack itself, it was just random songs like what Boz just played there that they just needle dropped off of some weird Lounge Against the Machine record and it hampers, it hampers the film for me. I think the film would have benefited from a proper score, even if it took that route where it's going to be upbeat and happy to offset the gruesomeness of this world. I, I just really feel like that would have been something that would have benefited the film. It wasn't enough to make me completely stop the movie and say that I hate it, but it was jarring every time that the stuff played it was like being stuck in some lounge in the 60s and just wishing that you could mute everything around for a second
0: <laughs> just make it stop the weird thing was that and i didn't realize this until i went through and obviously did the notes on imdb and everything this was supposed to be a comedy
2: oh it, it definitely feels like a dark comedy it definitely <laughs> has that feel to it but it yeah, it... But, yeah I don't know. I think I'm stunned. I think the reason I flip flopped on the movie so much is because it was like a it was like an Italian sex comedy with incidental murder in it. And and like <laughs> the I, best coin. Yeah, I kind of enjoy some of the Italian sex comedies that I've seen, but the thing that this is missing that the other ones that I've enjoyed is Edward Fennec. If this was, if you would have replaced Ursula Anders with Edward Fennec, the, the sex comedy stuff would have worked because I can't buy that anybody's just gonna randomly fall in love with Ursula Anders like that. She just doesn't uh, seem like the falling in love type for me.
0: See, the thing we, if it had been Edward Fennec rather than Ursula Anders, we actually would have seen Boobs
2: that and I would be eternally grateful because I love Edward Fennec and every, oh. everything she's in. It doesn't matter how horrible it is, I will watch it. <laughs> Which is how I've seen <laughs> some of those Italian sex comedies. Yes. And there are plenty.
0: There are plenty of Italian sex comedies. That seemed so, to be
2: the end of her career um, when
0: she stopped yeah. acting.
1: Sorry to be OCD. Yes. Is it not Ursula Andress? That's
0: what I said.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. I was hearing Anders. That was no, me.
0: Andress. Oh, okay. Ursula Sorry. Andress. That, that, that's that's the accent coming in. Sorry, we will attempt to speak more clearly and properly for our English listeners, Ursula Andress.
2: I would also like to terribly apologize for my very Americanized accent that makes me say <laughs> Ursula Anders and not Andress. Well, it's Andress because
1: it sounds similar to Undress, which she didn't do. No. Sorry.
2: I d-
0: No, no, not all bad things yet. Even, even after being in the ocean and being like wet from the absolute like navel down, didn't at all. Anyway, that's that. That's a point for further in the movie. Now, speak. But speaking of her, um, one of the things I did love was boob guns. (laughs) I like boob guns.
2: Okay, that actually goes to one of my questions. Would the recoil of the tit guns bruise those bazoombas, though? I mean, like, is that really an efficient weapon? How do you aim with tit guns?
0: Well, how do you shoot? Is there a trigger? Is it a nipple-based trigger? Is it... How does uh, it work?
2: The pec flex. Whenever the boobs shake Uh from the pec flex, that actually does the... But she was was go-go dancing with the best of them, and those things didn't go off. I was just gonna say.
1: (laughs) Yes exactly so maybe she had something between her butt cheeks I don't know but I say a lot of dancing going on there that could have accidentally gone off very badly
0: mm. and but at
1: least I know we know where they got the idea for the fembots in
2: Austin Powers now oh there's <laughs> a whole lot of stuff that Austin Powers borrowed from this film I'm sure yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: there's a whole lot of Dr. Goldfoot in Austin yeah
2: Power. yeah a whole lot of Dr. Goldfoot and I wouldn't be surprised if Dr. Goldfoot was a little influenced by this too yeah
0: yeah well so the th- and the thing was, so Dr. Goldfoot and The Girl Bombs, which is the second Dr. Goldfoot movie, was actually um, an Italian movie. So it was all done in Italy, and I think... I think um, Dr.
2: Goldfoot was also an Italian movie. I think they're both Baba.
0: Yes, they are both Baba. But uh, I think the, the first one was done more in the States where the second one was in Italy because it had two Italian comedians in it as like headlines and um, and everything else I'm familiar with Dr. Goldfoot and the bikini machine not so much the girl Box.
1: you'll tell by my silence i've got no fucking idea what either of you are
0: talking about <laughs> you're kidding me right Vincent Price nope. <laughs> yeah Vincent so... Price as Dr. Nope. Goldfoot it's awesome Never seen. Don't know. Oh, yeah, man. not up there. The Bikini Machine
2: is significantly better than the Girl Bombs. The Girl Bombs yeah. is probably well. If you well, I I just heard Terry Frost talking about it, and he declared it Baba's worst film, and I kind of agree with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I said I've not seen Girl Bombs, but I did cover Doctor go Goldfoot, and the Bikini Machine on Which Versus the Doomsday Clock available on LinkedIn Podcasts. Uh, Just for those of you at home. Whoops, I didn't listen to that one, did I? Hurtful, mate. Hurtful. Hurtful. All right. I'm going to move on.
2: I thought I'd heard them all. Uh, I'll go back. I'll go back. I listened to it. I I just forgot he covered it, so don't feel so bad.
0: See, that's what happens when you release a 15-minute show. People just in and out. Just gone. (laughs) Moving on from that. Back to this movie that we're talking about.
2: Can we just talk about the damn movie? The yeah, movie, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> um so things, things that we love. Um look I, I love the color. I, I love the clothes. It's all very 60s. Um you know that that was all very cool. Um I did like Marcello. He was he, he's very Italian. He's very Italian. He's just oh, No, baby.
2: Yeah, this film is definitely dripping with hip, cat, late 60s feel and a whole lot of go-go freak out. I was just expecting any minute for no reason them to all bust out into like a laughing style dance off.
0: <laughs> yes. yes. And then,
2: and then, all of a sudden, the guy from laughing would just pop out of the bushes and go, "Very interesting." Ding. It was
0: just like <laughs> I
2: felt like I was watching Rowan and Martin's Laughing with incidental murder. <laughs> just that's yeah. what it felt like.
0: Yeah. It, 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 everything about that was a. Uh, but now, one of the things that did, um, did really pique my interest was uh, the rela- relaxation service station. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Drive-through hand jobs. Woo!
2: <laughs> Is that really a good thing? Because then you're just going to get jizz all over your interior.
0: Take that yeah, see, however you want. Yeah, well, if you want to get jizz in your interior, that's your business. Um, <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> but, you know, you can just drive up and go, yeah, um, uh, I, I need an English-speaking uh, redhead, uh, and here's some money. Ciao. And just off you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, you know, pop back into your car and drive away. It was. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Um, what else? Well, it ties into what I like about the movie, Really, is the is this sort of futuristic edge that it has mm. and the future fashions thing mm. when she comes out of the plane with a pair of sunglasses that apparently need to be held on with a strap over the centre of her forehead and down the back. See, I had that <laughs> exact
0: note. Yeah, it, it must be the future because everyone's got funky sunglasses. Yeah, it right, feels... That's, yeah. That's, that's what you know in the in the future.
2: It feels like this particular type of future also exists in an upscale setting of a Clockwork Orange. Like, it's the mm. same universe mm. as a Clockwork Orange. This is just yes. in a city with much less economic strain. Mm. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, Although still obviously I a the... lot of killing and crime.
2: Right, because this is the yeah. way that they keep people from doing this. this. It feels like this is what Alex was meant to do from a Clockwork Orange. Like, if he would have known of this game, he would have probably gotten 10 out of 10 perfect.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so, so, I was waiting for Boz to just dive in there, but apparently he's got—he's he's got nothing. He, he, he's a little—he's a little tired. He's a little tired. He's a little tired. Uh, that was—I mean, <laughs> didn't know it was
1: my turn. <laughs> but I love the fact they invented the—the the, the precursor to the Apple thumbprint scanner, <laughs> um, which is just a box full of light bulbs, which yes. apparently will read your palm print. Isn't that that nice? was awesome. And it goes, wow. It actually makes a noise. Wow. Yes. wow! Imagine how fucking hot that would have been. There like, ah, <laughs> <shit." laughs> Uh, you go to that club because you come up with a red hand
0: Now see Marcello would have just gone Baby look what you did to my hand <laughs> he, he would have been up
1: uh, That's the thing I found distracting as well That Marcello is the name of my hairdresser
0: <laughs> <laughs> What I find dis- this is disturbing is You have a hairdresser
2: Father well, guy I go and see But yeah, he... Of the three of us he's the only one that still has hair Which
0: the, See the, I knew there was something <laughs> I was missing He's the one that actually has hair
2: had i had if i had hair to this day i probably would also have a hairstylist because let's face it if you have hair you take care of it
0: that is true that is true when, when i did have hair I, I did go and see a very nice stylist with very nice boots um, so
1: i used the wrong wrong vernacular i should have said uh, my barber
0: that's what you're supposed to say oh a male hairdresser but is he a barber no see there's a very distinct difference between a stylist and a barber what's that well see you can get a barber and you can get a shave um, you can get a haircut. You can get any two number bands. of Yeah, indeed. Um <laughs> Thank you. Uh whereas you go to a, a stylist purely to have your hair styled or coloured or anything else like that. Oh okay.
1: Yeah, he's a barber. Yeah, but he doesn't do beards, which is hilarious. Really? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, he won't shape my beard or anything. <laughs> no, don't do beards. Don't do you're a barber. <laughs> No. Like, barba, barba being the Spanish word for beard. You know that, yeah?
0: yeah. It's, 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 no beards. No <laughs> beards. kind of funny. No
2: Can beats. we just talk about
0: the damn movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to get ugly. Um. <laughs> Yeah so the other thing I want to know how the Yeah, go on. sorry you want to you know can't shut me up Yeah You want to know
1: <laughs> I want to know how I want to know how the fuck the Hail Ming Power Out boys managed to get into this fucking movie They get everywhere <laughs>
0: Um, uh, one of the things I loved is, uh, you know, it was all about advertising because, you know, murder now with extra advertising. Coke, ads, death, and minty. It, uh, minty, minty. Oh, I, I like that. I like the the minty bit and all the commercials. I thought of, it it sort of really balanced it out quite well.
2: Actually, I totally agree. But took me ages you. to. Oh, go ahead, Ross. Sorry. <laughs> so took me ages to realise I were not saying mint tea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Asian stereotypes aside. <laughs>
2: The thing thing that really grabbed me in the film is I realized pretty early on that this, actually, the movie foretold what reality TV culture was gonna be like, and they Mm. nailed it. They have it almost perfectly. I mean, minus the actual legalized murder, everything else about (laughs) reality TV was predicted perfectly in this film.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, you know down to the the the, uh, the sunset worshippers and, you know, oh, I just take pills to make me cry and all that sort of stuff. It all just, yeah, it, it was so much about reality to me. It was really good. And um, everything
2: being completely staged too. Like, literally yeah.
0: everything was staged and set up. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're down to picking up my cello's little uh, beachside hut by crane <laughs> and movie. <laughs> so, um... As we sort of obviously move through the through the movie, um, there are there are things that look, you know, I still love the whole thing with his wife and his mistress, you know, and all of a sudden they're friends and everything else. I'm just going, yeah, that that's like just absolute nightmare material, <laughs> absolute nightmare. Yeah, then
1: give him guns. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've talked about worst
2: nightmares.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, uh, bonding over trying to kill you is, is not the way that you, uh, you want either of your exes to, to come together.
2: Marcello certainly has a type, and that type seems to be women who are psychotic.
0: Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. It's nice to see, nice to see him really after his game right to the end, to the woman that actually wanted to kill him for money, but actually wanted to kill him.
1: I mean, thankfully, they're really psychotic, but fucking terrible shots.
0: <laughs> well, like, everyone in that movie was a very, yes. very bad shot. They were you all know, like, nobody knew how to aim first. a gun. Yes. Well, actually, it looked like they were all trained by a Bond villain. <laughs>
2: Actually, I do have that note. (laughs) Let's see if I can find that, now that we're talking about that guy.
0: (laughs) Because the the training sequence was, you know, it was so, like, the whole... It was all very mean from Uncle, but, like, his trainer was like, I'm going, oh my god, it's a Bond villain. Everything about him just said Bond villain, right down to Touch the hand for luck. Touch it. Oh, yes.
2: Yeah, the training facility that Marcello goes to has a very cyberpunk Donald Pleasance in Davros cosplay as its leader. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you say Bonfell, and that's exactly what he looked like, it was Donald Pleasance doing his Bloatfeld look in yeah. Davros cosplay with a little cyberpunk mixed on top of it.
0: Yeah, it was, just, uh,
1: it was just. But did you watch the action in the background of what the guys running and jumping and playing were doing? Yeah. I mean, it was just ridiculous. You're like, there is no order to this. Um,. In fact, there's, there's a theme throughout the whole movie, when people are running and gunning, is if this was actually a legalized sport, how many people would die on a daily basis from stray bullets? Because everyone's fucking missing all over the place, but they don't seem to care where they're firing. They're in the street.
0: They're in a crowded place.
1: There must be so many accidental deaths as a result of the big
2: hunt. Yeah, uh, you you see, have to be very if careful If you kill the wrong you
0: person, you get 30 years.
2: Yeah, catch a stray bullet. Oh, you're tough luck. Yeah. That's,
0: that's <laughs> yeah. right. You're out. You're out, uh, but you know I like how there were areas. The whole thing about you know you know you can't shoot people in restaurants anymore. You can't shoot people in church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, but America, it's fine. Just that's just in Italy. Yeah, it's not allowed. Just in Italy, not allowed. And it, it's funny that that bit reminded me of the the whole argument that we're having here at the moment uh, about smoking. Um, so you haven't been allowed to smoke obviously inside restaurants for a long time. Um, Hmm. But now they're saying you can't smoke within a certain distance of a restaurant. Oh, right. So if you you want to basically if you want to have a smoke you can't like just go outside you've got to sort of go outside and go down the street because there could be people <laughs> outside of the restaurant you know eating or doing or you know drinking drinking coffee job um, uh, so yeah the the way the guy was going on about it it's just like yeah change the word like killing to smoking and that's exactly the argument we're having right now Not, yeah. uh, I'm a reform smoker so I don't really care um, so. Is there anything else that we really loved about the movie? Aside from, obviously, the uh, the alligator handbag, or the handbag made to transport a alligator?
2: The Nazi trope that's used to kill a Nazi is probably the coolest thing <laughs> I've ever seen, where he stomps yeah. his heels and he explodes. That's fucking awesome.
0: Yes, because <laughs> I had a note to say, why is he dressed in an SS uniform? Right, <laughs> he, he, he's at a you know an equestrian event dressed in his SS uniform again. Okay. It's a little extreme, but yeah, and he exploded, so that was good.
2: Yeah, anytime you can get yeah. a Nazi to explode on screen by being a Nazi, then I'm I'm in. I'm happy.
0: Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> give that a big tick. Um, is there anything else that you? uh oh, look, I must admit, I did like the uh, the the comic book wallpaper and all that sort of biz I thought that was kind of cool. the the, the Italian phantom comics and everything else
2: it also feels like Truffaut's Fahrenheit 451 and it's a full year before that film came out and it feels like a companion piece to it the way that the film's set up and the the shots and the pastel looks to everything I just really I really enjoyed that I'm like I, as watching it, I'm really starting to feel like it was Fahrenheit 451, probably about 20 to 30 minutes into it, it, it had that feeling to it. And then it makes me turn around yet again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I just love the fact that it's called The Big Hunt, and I, sh- I sniggered every time. There, uh, there's, there's a Big Hunt president, and it's just like, say it wrong. I just, I, I'm childish. I'm sorry. <laughs> just every time. <laughs> At least it wasn't called Mike Did he just say that? That's right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, Couldn't couldn't help it. The president of the Big Hunt is called Mike. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Mike Big Hunt. (laughs) It's Mike Big Hunt. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Has anyone seen Mike? Anyway. Anyway, Thank you, uh, insert uh, Bart Simpson, Mo, Frank call,
1: No, Porky's man, Porky's. No,
0: I know, but you know. For a friend of mine, he's supposed to be there. Now, what's his name? Michael Hunt. Has anybody seen my kind? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everybody. You <laughs> for, <what> I... <laughs> no, for, for, for some of our, oh, some of our younger listeners, they might not. Oh, they should. Can we put it on the list? <laughs> you, can, you can put it on the list if you want. <laughs> You can, can put, that movie. you can put whatever you like on the list. So, now that we know that Ming Team makes better lovers, because um, <laughs> apparently it does, I'm not sure how, but still. Um, what about the stuff that kind of bothered us about this movie? Okay. The fucking robot. Oh. I fucking hate the fucking robot. What, well, the, 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 the the tape drive talking computer?
1: No, the little walkie dog oh, replacement pet thingy with dolls' feet for hands. Tomatsu. Yeah, you see.
0: Ugliest Tomatsu, robot dog yes. ever.
2: That was Pointless. that was a nightmare fucking fuel little thing for anybody that had a fear of dolls and or mechanic things. Like <laughs> yeah. mechanical things. I just looked at it and I'm like, what is the point? <laughs> exactly. It looked like something that the kid from fucking Toy Story that lived across the way that made those hybrid toys. Yes. We yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, Spot it on. doesn't develop Marcello's character in any way, shape, or form. There's really no point to it. It's just there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: just thought it made well, him
2: look fucking stupid.
1: Me- the Tommaso. only point was
0: looks- is that he always he always kept Tommaso close because Tommaso had a gun on its butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible plot device. Yes.
0: Because <laughs> as soon as I a picture I that's got a gun in it somewhere. <laughs> Behold, he had a gun in his
2: butt. <laughs> Coincidentally, that's why he kept his mistress around too, because she always had a gun in her butt.
0: Except it was Marcello's gun. Ba-dum, 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 ba. yeah, uh, Meat rifles not included. Oh, yes. So, uh, look, we, we talked about it. No one can shoot for shit in this movie. No yeah. one. Even the supposed great hunters
2: yes. are terrible shots. Just really. Are we supposed to cheer for Ursula Andres in this film in any way, shape, or form? Or are we supposed to be cheering for Marcello? Like, who is the person that we're supposed to want to win the hunt?
0: Look, I got the feeling that it was Marcello. I got the feeling that we were supposed to empathize with Marcello. You know, he was... His wife's cleaned him out. He's only just got an annulment on his his wedding. Um, You know, his mistress is hammering him about getting married. Uh, And now he's you know he's he's being hunted and he doesn't know what he can do you know he's had all his he, all his furniture's being repossessed except the giant blinking eye statue um yeah i
2: love that <laughs> i thought that was a tribute to the residents
0: okay
2: oh it's a it's a it's a weird obscure little indie band that the, they all they all wear big eyeball things somebody okay. out there will get that I promise
0: yes. <laughs> probably Darren Darren well done mate uh,
2: <laughs> thank you for laughing Darren I know you got that joke
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other thing that I really want to address is no one bleats no, yeah, there's no, no blood at all. There is no blood in this entire movie, which Scripps I found are l- expensive. Yeah, but I, well, red crayons are cheap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I found that a little off-putting, to be quite honest, that there was no blood. Well,
1: I mean, this would have got a PG, surely, ratings-wise, because there's nothing really in it. People getting shot. Okay, maybe PG thirteen.
0: Uh, well, I, again, there was no nudity. No. You know.
1: Is there any swearing? I don't think anyone swore really,
0: did they? Well, not in the dub that I listened to that I had. No,
2: I don't think so, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yes, I don't know. Um, the other, I mean, the other things for me, aside from talking punch card computers, why they've got two computers side by side that announce stuff to an empty room Um, (laughs) i
2: I don't know if you're aware of this or not but that's how the computers where i work actually work they they converse with each other and they're left completely alone and that's how the programming gets done right
0: skynet Do, do they have punch cards as well uh,
2: yes, because it is
0: banking software. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, having worked in that sector, there's, there's still more than a few. What else is. Uh, oh, now, in, in Marcello's house or his ex wife's house, you know, everything's set out, uh, and the, the crash test dummy lawn furniture was a little disturbing. Yeah. Uh, but there's a bottle of VAT69 on the table, and I went, Really? VAT69? <laughs> Fuck. That is like the cheapest, shittiest stuff. You know, it's all got his lovely mod-looking house and then a bottle of Bat-69. That's just sad. Um,
1: I'm going to have to say I was a bit more disturbed by his pairings being kept behind a hidden wall that you had to shoot with a laser gun to open.
2: Yes, that is true. But look, at least that was... Old people are illegal in the future, so it's not all bad.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you just hand them over to the state, and they become soylent green.
2: While we're mm. while we're ripping on Marcello's house, let's just talk about his choice of decor, because it looks a hell of a lot like Andy Warhol threw up his worst ideas in a house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his choice of decor. Is Andy Warhol's worst ideas vomited all over my place?
0: Yeah, it's his house. Is. Well, it's, it's not even his house; it's his ex-wife's house. And but um,
2: yeah, it's, well, even his apartment has the same kind of decor, including that residence uh, eyeball statue. That uh, nobody will get that joke, but maybe Derek.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I think that was you know intentional to make it all look very, uh, very hip and and futuristically modern, if you will.
1: Yeah, you see, I've got a note that says, I'm so glad the future didn't end up this, um, the way this film portrayed it, although there are some some bits that really foreshadow hipsters.
0: Oh, yes. Aphrodisiac, anyone? <laughs>
1: yes. Um, I, yeah. I, I did love the bit at the Big Hunt headquarters.
0: Oh, the, with the woman that comes in, Kiss me! Don't stop! Just kiss me! <laughs> Yeah, and and it gets killed,
1: and that's absolutely fine. But gets a parking ticket because the car's in the wrong place as they pull up. Yes.
2: Well, you got to have a civilized society, even though you have legalized murder in a specific form of the (laughs) big gun.
0: Yes, the
2: Um, big gun. Incidentally, did this did this film also inspire the Purge movies? Question for you. I wonder if it inspired Mm -hmm. the original story for The Running Man.
0: Well, you know, Running Man, (laughs) Hunger Games, Death Race 2000, any any one of those, you could pull back to
2: it. Yeah, and you can actually trace this storyline back to the original, the short story The Most Dangerous Game. I mean, that's where it really gets started, but Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of stuff that's in this film that is a precursor to a lot of other things. Whether or not you feel that these other sci-fi films that have done the similar stuff, you know, if it surpasses it or not, this little weird, what starts out as a kitschy cornball 60s film, does kind of transcend its limitations, even though it keeps getting dragged back into this weird sex comedy style of mm. movie and there's a lot of stuff in this movie that you can really enjoy and sink your teeth into but it just keeps shooting itself in the foot it just keeps doing it over and over again with every choice that it makes like all the little stuff that we're nitpicking mm. everything like the the decor of the house the music just keeps taking me out of it even though you liked it which <laughs> and and like uh, my biggest problem with Ursula Andress is she's a human Barbie doll in like all of the best and worst ways simultaneously she just yeah. <laughs> she seems like this like plastic preformed human being that doesn't really like she just doesn't seem right there's just something wrong about her every time she's moving on screen and I have this problem mm-hmm. with everything she's in it, it just feels like she's not really there it feels like they just put in a mannequin and then superimposed a face <laughs> over her at some point yeah.
0: she li- she's she a little too dimensional i think when it comes to her acting um you know she sort of goes through extremes and there's a lot of oh oh you know and and then you know very dry delivery and and everything else but yeah i think you're right in terms of saying it shot itself in the foot although i probably missed more than once um (laughs) like the stormtroopers (laughs) that trained them yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because there were bits, you know, like his parents in, in the, in the, essentially in the cupboard. That's there and then it just goes away.
2: Yeah, they oh, just right. completely let it go. It's, it gives you an idea of how dark this world has actually gotten. And then it just is like, never mind that. Let's find out that Ursula's character is apparently frigid. Yeah.
0: She <laughs> <It> just <laughs> jumps away from it. <laughs> yes, and then, yes, meanwhile, at the Big headquarters, we've got Indoor Gladiators. But never mind that. For some reason, here are some weird go-go dances in the background.
2: Yeah, that was a bit on the nose. The gladiatorial battle right in the middle of the hunters' club. It's like, okay, we get it. We get what you're going for there. Did you have to make it so fucking obvious,
0: movie? Yeah, yeah. That sort of rubbed their nose in it a little bit. Yeah,
2: I I have to OCD that fight as well. (laughs)
1: Because there's a point where the guy, there's okay, there's a guy with a trident and there's a guy with a sword. The guy with the sword goes to stab the other guy and he catches the sword in the prongs of the trident. Now, any good combat-trained person, just a twist of the wrist would disarm the other guy. Chris. If you did it sharp enough and he doesn't even try, and that's why he he dies,
2: spoilers. You could yeah, apply but- that same logic to a leather bar if you wanted to Boz. a little twist of the wrist and you're going to subdue the guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But by the same token, he also <laughs> stabs him under the armpit and <laughs> <laughs> yes. No blood again. No, no blood. Just put that sword underneath your arm and hold it and then go, oh, ah, oh, ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then, right, we're back to that.
0: <laughs> and then fall down. Um, yeah. So this
1: begs a question, is it actually a society of androids? Because we had a fembot at the beginning. Nobody bleeds. Ooh.
0: Everyone's Are they been, actually human? Everyone's been replaced that, by replicants, that's what it is.
2: If they would have done that as a twist where it's all just a bunch of replicants or or these weird bots that this is how they keep themselves from being so bored, would have made this film, like, jump up several notches in my estimation. I would have loved it with <laughs> that twist reveal.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, there's one thing that, um, that really did bother me. There were a large number of people that had no eyebrows.
1: Wow, that's just foreshadowing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But his wife, no eyebrows, nothing, gone. <laughs> there was another woman in there, no eyebrows, and it freaked me the fuck out. I just looked at it going, yeah, it's wrong. There's something decidedly wrong with you people.
2: They obviously are fans of Pink Floyd's The Wall, and they decided that Pink wasn't well, he had to stay at the hotel. Sure. Sure. But, they're shaving their eyebrows. Is what I'm getting at there. Yeah,
0: I, 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 I was with you because that that's that's where that linkage is in my brain. No eyebrows, Pink Floyd, The Wall. Now I'm feeling a bit weird, and I'm going, yeah, no, you're a, 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 on on a woman that was otherwise relatively attractive. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it just it just weirded me out a little bit. Um, obviously, not an issue for you guys. Fair
2: enough.
0: Nah, but, but
1: I talk, talk about the weird intimacy things in this film, and uh, uh Marcello doesn't seem to like. He doesn't like space invaders, does he? No. no.
0: Because if
1: someone goes near him, he gets up and he goes and sits somewhere else. In fact, there are so many scenes in this movie, it just seems the direction was, sit over there, then get up, walk over there, sit there. Get up, walk over there, sit on the bed. Go back over there. i was just like, just stay put for ten seconds, will you? And then when they finally do get jiggy with it, I'm like,
2: dude, your parents are just the other side of that wall. Maybe that's how he gets weird. Off. Maybe he can't get hard unless he thinks his parents can hear him. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying I understand how he feels. I'm just saying that <laughs> might be a thing for him.
0: <laughs> uh, I think the other response said is ciao. Oh.
2: Um, <laughs> hunting, uh, hunting can... with sex, hunting with the offer of sex—totally not cool. Can we just stay it right now? Not cool at yeah. all, lady. Not cool. Yeah, it,
0: it, it's really it. it, it uh... It's a honey trap and it's not fair, all right? It's just not fair. You weird looking
2: Barbie doll lady, knock
0: it off. Yeah. (laughs) No one should get killed while they're on the job. That should be in there as well, all right? If if your junk's out, it's guns down, all right?
2: Once the meat rifle is deployed and the meat flaps are ready to receive it, no killing. No
0: killing. No killing. However, if it turns to be out to be unsatisfactory, I think it's only fair.
2: However, if she were to kill people with sex, that I'm sure. all for. Sure. Well, <laughs> the you, levels you might... of
0: ecstasy make your
2: heart stop? Perfect.
0: Yeah. Die happy. Die happy. <laughs> See? Um, that makes sense. Now, I, 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 I want to skip to the end. To the end of the movie, if that's okay. Okay, so... As long as we can skip back, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. we will skip yeah, go back. Go right ahead. <laughs> right, so... What got me was people get like people getting killed. There didn't seem to be any sort of cleanup process. Like, <laughs> did someone just sort of walk in and go, "Yeah, he's dead. Go and claim your money." Because, um, hmm. like, you know, my cello dies, but isn't really dead. And all of a sudden, they go, "Where did he go?"
1: <laughs> and there's like ninety people surrounding yes. him, and no one saw him just fuck off into the bushes. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's on. It's on camera. <laughs> you know what? It's it all stays, <laughs> and and then it's like, oh. Didn't, didn't he just didn't, didn't he just die? Just, oh, don't worry about it. Let's move on. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, look, he's alive again. That's okay.
1: Well, th- this is where my other Eddie Izzard callback bit came in because I like, of course, he's dead now. <laughs> no, no <he's> not. <laughs> oh, he is. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. But it, he's not.
0: <laughs> but he's dead. He's definitely dead. <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden, you know, um, Ursula's got... Uh, Skin-colored body armor.
1: <laughs> Skin-colored body armor.
0: Yeah. Yes. Oh, that, that, that only is it, her design. That only works for her. <laughs>
2: Yeah, these obvious plot twist things where they're dead, they're not dead. The, the cat and mouse crap that they bring up at the end here. Mm. The only thing that saves it is when the lame jealous ex-lovers show up to do the surprise attack. Because that actually <laughs> caught me. <laughs> when when they popped up and just started shooting, I was like, what the hell? And then I went, oh, that's pretty clever. I liked that part. It, that saved the, the back and forth. Especially when she's like a flesh colored body armor that is my design that only works for me. I'm like, oh, fuck off movie. <laughs> it's the, the second that's the second time that I flip-flop like it, like the first 30 minutes I'm like okay I'm kind of hating this movie and then the, the film develops and you see the world kind of come to fruition and then I'm starting to see all these really neat sci-fi elements and the the hmm. virtual reality stuff with the or not yeah the not virtual reality but the reality television stuff with the commercials yeah. and everything and I'm really getting into that and then it starts doing this really draggy 44 minute mark of Ursula's hunting method where she's seducing him while being frigid and not actually wanting to to have sex in some way shape or form and then i'm like falling off again and then they do the thing with the parents and then this other weird stuff that kind of gets my attention again and i'm really really enjoying it <laughs> and then they start doing this double triple cross weird planning thing at the very end and i'm like fuck off movie all over again <laughs> and then the the ex-lovers come in and start trying to kill him and i'm back to where i'm like okay i think i kind of like this movie again what the fuck <laughs>
1: But you see, you call it a sex comedy. It's only funny in that last ten minutes. All of the funny stuff is there. Yeah. The skin-coloured armour, the for them turning up. And did you notice when they're ducking and diving and the two ex-lovers are trying to shoot them, he turns into... Uh, I was going to say John Inman, but that probably means nothing to you. Um, I know who John Inman is. Don't, men, you don't, okay. <laughs> he, just, he starts mincing around and crying and... All of a sudden this stone cold killer, who was just emotionless for the first half of the movie, suddenly it's all too much and he can't take it Hmm. and he's just wimping out completely. Like, what the fuck? See, I'll actually, I'll... It's just completely out of character. I
2: love the parts where they are arguing over who gets to fire the rifle and not trusting the other person with the rifle because they're still hunting and Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the hunted and the yeah. hunter. Like, yeah. that stuff was really cool. And yeah. I think the problem with the comedy in this is a dark comedy is not zany for a good reason. You don't do zany and dark comedy at the same time no, for a good exactly. reason. Especially when you're trying to basically make it a hidden romantic comedy all at once. Like, our problems, I think, that both you and I are experiencing here, Boz, is the tone of the film. We couldn't get a yeah. handle on the tone. It was like, what the no.
0: fuck are you trying to do, movie? <laughs> it's, uh, and, you know, well, see so that whole sequence, it was almost like cartoonish to, uh, you know, yeah. you know the, the, the shooting and like skip jumping to get out of the way and all that, and you're right, it, it goes full on zany in that that last section. Um, and then, you know, they, they decide, you know, we love each other and we're gonna run away together. Yeah and then the movie ends in a very awkward way.
2: I don't think we should boil the whole entire no, thing
0: but, but just going to say I f- it ends I in feel- an awkward way.
2: Yeah, and I feel like these elaborate plots, I mean, like, these cat and mouse games that the two of them are trying to play with each other, that cat and mouse hunting to kill somebody does not work when you're trying to set up such an elaborate kill. I mean, like, (laughs) they both are, they're the worst poker players ever. They're literally playing with the card faces at their opponent. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so obvious each time, like, he's trying to set her up for a double cross, she's trying to set him up for this kill. And the, the elaborate plans are just so over the top a launching chair Can we talk about his yeah the I was just getting there. I, yeah the <laughs> yeah, the launching I love that the, the launching lawn chair to throw you into a pool and feed you to a giant alligator? What the fuck man? That's so insane. I loved it. It's so insane and ridiculous. I love that part.
0: Yeah. And so on top of that the advertisers didn't care who got the kill. They just wanted the shot. They just wanted the commercial yeah. and they wanted the kill.
1: Well he said he had a bit of pause about it being a woman and he said no it's 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 all in to kill girls this year, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. People are up for that now. Yes. I agree. It's totally okay. in fashion
2: to kill girls this year.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so And hold on, are they just about to put a freshwater crocodile in a chlorinated pool? Yeah. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, no,
0: not not really great for the croc. And um what was with the invisible man looking dude?
1: <laughs> I can put exactly the same note.
0: <laughs> But, why was the invisible man stroking the crocodile? Yes. That that is going to be the weirded, weirdest, euphemism ever. <laughs> uh,
2: I guess I, I guess I missed that part. I guess I couldn't see the invisible man.
0: <laughs> oh <wow. laughs>
2: I tell you what, though, the invisible—I
1: know why the invisible man was there. I've just, just this second, I've worked it out. The invisible man made the invisible mechanism underneath the trampoline chair that fired the guy into the air because there's fucking nothing there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh brilliant brilliant. See, I'm enjoying talking about cloth. the movie a hell of a lot more than I enjoyed watching it. I will say that.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right, so l- let's just That was a real croc as well. Oh Yeah, no, it say. was legit. It was, it was <laughs> you know, Real crocodile. Real crocodile, yeah. really roped up with a little carry handle and everything else. Um mm. uh, I'd say it was heavily sedated.
2: Yes. Either that or it was just feeling very malaise and melancholy, or might have been too cold for it in Italy, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, there would have oh. been that too, I mean, that was part of going, really a croc in Italy? Where do you get a croc in Italy?
1: Well, of course, we just about the Invisible Man. He's clearly the guy who got it off the van in the first place before they tied it up, and that's why he's covered in bandages, head to foot. Uh, right.
2: That totally makes sense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Again,
2: that, that... didn't see the guy. He was invisible. <laughs> <laughs> gonna keep going until the joke actually hits, folks. Just gonna keep doing
0: yeah. it. <laughs> d- 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 just keep hammering at home. Just keep hammering at home. All right. Now, it, was it? Sorry. <laughs> There's a minor war zone happening outside my door. Um. Someone might have tripped over the Invisible Man. Um, <laughs> um. Is there anything that you couldn't let go of in that movie? As we move into our knock three times section, is there anything you could not let go of?
2: Why is there so much animosity for the Sun worshippers among the Moon worshippers? You, you, you think that they would kind of work together, and one would just take care of the night, and the other one would take care of the day. Mm. I
1: know that would be perfect synergy. And why do the sun worshippers, when the sun goes down, go?
0: Uh, 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 uh. What the fuck was that all about? Climax. Yeah, it's, the sun's gone. It's left us for another day. And see, so you know what? I, you know what I reckon it is. It's like when, like, when two different groups have to like share a space, and one group go, No, just five more minutes just five more minutes and the other group we were supposed to start like 10 minutes ago and, and you know yeah. i'm here in all my cosplay and you know <laughs> so it, it turned into like terror i think it was more about you know using the space rather than like hating it it's just go. can you just fucking move can you just fucking move we want to get started i think that's where because that's
1: that's like in gilmore girls because there's only one church in stars hollow and the and the uh catholic
2: priest and the rabbi share the church and sometimes they overrun and Sorry. It's also like the chapel sure. in Orange is the new black because there's a bunch of different religions that get to use the chapel depending upon what the schedule is and the Christians being the Christians are always trying to make it theirs and take it over from everybody else. <laughs> yes. I like girly shows um, too but only when the women are in prison and showering together. Okay, I did like that scene though with the the sun worshippers and the moon worshippers. It was a great indictment of organized religions, and it was a nice little subtle jab. Mm. Yeah, but it also reminded me. I wanted to see them arguing and calling each other splitters, like the Judean People's <laughs> Front and the People's yeah. Front of Judea.
1: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> splitters.
2: But he played, Marcello played a cult leader
1: very well, because he does admit that uh, he is his cult leader, but he's just doing it for the cash.
0: Yeah, so that, that's, that's okay. Right. Yeah, 10% of the take, that sounds fair.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Dude. So, yeah, no, uh, that's probably, uh, I think the only other thing was for me that I couldn't let go of was the very end of the movie, which I won't give away. Um Because I just went, B- what? I, I, that was just like, no, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> And there were just there were too many questions about just the very end of it. Just saying, but uh, what did did she set it up? with there cameras? Was I don't know. That's what that was the one thing. I, that I there was there was a pen throwing. I've got to be honest. I, <laughs> I, I did tell my computer to fuck off.
2: <laughs> Why does the film crew at the Temple of Venus dress like all of the pilots from Voltron? Did you notice that the white and outfits wh- with the green and then the yellow stripe, depending, they all look like they were about ready to suit up and go battle.
0: See, I, yeah, I had, them they were, the they had them down t- as... They look more like a pit crew to me. <laughs> yes. Like a sexy pit crew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're, they're getting ready to lube up vibrators and hand them to people like they're that kind of pit crew. Yeah.
0: Well, it was more like a pit crew from like an Elvis movie. You know, where they're all just going to burst into dance any minute.
2: I fail to see how that's sexy, but go
0: ahead. Oh, you know, <laughs> just one of those things. They're all, you know, all oiled up and potentially going to do a dance number and then sing. Oh, we're going to win those roots. Um, the things uh, you find something... disturb me, sir <laughs> Look, what I do in my time Is my business
2: I'm not judging you, I'm just saying that I don't think that we can hang out any longer <laughs> 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 Thank you very much All right. Thank you very uh, much, thank you
1: um <laughs> but the Voltron thing makes sense because the cameras look like some kind of anti-robot gun turret not a camera that is true yes. <laughs> they, they were like super funky I love those yeah. but I did keep expecting them to shoot somebody with one of them mm. as in with a weapon
0: not well a camera. see the, he did mention <laughs> that the uh the the handy cam you know he had seen a gun hidden in a handy cam before and that's why he had to check it for uh, for Ursula when they were at uh big Hunt headquarters so if <laughs>
2: if you were doing this big elaborate plan while we're talking about the Temple of Venus and you ship the guy there, you trick him into u- by using sex, which is still not cool, why would you not use cool. that same guy's gun? And why didn't anyone check him for blood or the lack of the pulse, like we've talked about earlier? Like, why... Why wouldn't you confirm? This is like her tenth kill. This is like a big thing. It's like the final battle from these two people. This, and then they're done, and they get all this freaking money. And like mm. nobody checks for blood. Nobody confirms yeah. that she's gonna get the money. It's just I don't get it.
0: <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, that's you know you'd think you'd bring in you know a medical professional and and, and go and here's our doctor to confirm the kill.
2: Or you think yeah. you would highlander them and scream there can be only one to make sure <laughs> that you got your kill.
0: Yeah, that's right. But it's just like hey, well done. Pack up and they just fuck off <laughs> and then come back and go oh oh it's good don't worry about it it's just oh you know and just everyone leaves was, yeah that, oh, they, that sequence was
1: odd uh, and the awkward uh, sort of non-sex scene on the beach sequence on the deck chair I mean my first thought was if, if I was on that deck chair and she climbed on top of me like that the fucking thing's gonna collapse um, <laughs> but the way they kiss, I just burst out laughing while I was watching it because I was obviously I had this show in mind and I could all I could think was this this kissing scenes making me think of the witch because <laughs> I, all I could hear at the back of my head was I shall eat your face. <laughs> <laughs> you eat your face. Yeah, wasn't- Have the dropper.
2: <laughs> there was no intimacy between the two of them. It was the least non-sexual sex Whoa. that I've ever seen in a film.
0: It was it was it was angry <laughs> sex
2: it's no wonder that murder sells much more in this world than sex i mean the merchandise merchandising alone for the murder is so much more i mean they try to use sex to sell things but it's pretty much if people aren't dying people aren't getting off in this world. that's it's just Mm. this really weird violent angry place that i may or may not want to move to
0: yeah yeah in in difference to um the future in idiocracy where they have the masturbation channel (laughs)
2: <laughs> go away! I'm beaten. Yeah,
0: go, baiting. <laughs> go. Away. So, is, is there anything any time else? Dime machine is. <laughs> <laughs> Dime. Ch- I like money. Um, I say that at work. People just. <laughs> I like money. Um, I like money too. We should hang out. Yeah, we should hang out. Yeah, people just look at you like, what? Oh, can I get big ass fries? Um. Is there anything else we'd like to discuss about this movie? But but before we before we call it uh, a day of this very short episode...
2: <laughs> would you risk 30 years if it was your last hunt and you kind of thought that that person was going to kill you? Because I'm pretty sure that if you got the 30 years, your hunter couldn't come for you then.
0: So either way, you would be safe. Yeah. If that were the case, would you risk it? Mm. Good point. Good point. Well, it, they didn't say that prisoners were you know out of bounds, but... You know, it's. um, yeah, The, the opportunity is so the thing is, what happens if they can't find you? Like, if you, like, just do a complete runner and go and hide in the go woods. Bunk. Yeah, that's right. Go and hide in the woods. You're the victim. Right, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off. Um, What happens then? How, is there a statute on, like, the amount of time you can stay the victim before you go, well, you know, your license expires or. You know, I, I I I was curious about how the rules worked. You know, if you just yeah did a runner and just could didn't get found,
2: just brick yourself into a wall.
0: Well, that's very popular in Italy, according to most of their horror movies.
2: <laughs> there's that in the cask of Amontillado. You know, you, you get a wine barrel in there with you, and you're good. Little
0: like, yeah, um, <laughs> style. Mm. All right. So there's nothing else. Gone. I got one more.
2: Okay. But I want to make it the absolute last one if anybody else doesn't have anything.
0: All right, I, I, We're doing knock three times. Uh, this, we we oh, did, I, that. I,
2: <laughs> did that. Yeah, we did the As knock you?
0: three times. <laughs> yeah, th- 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 This movie has ruined our format completely. Oh, okay. Right. Okay, and I have more. Yeah, it, it, it looked at the <laughs> format. I, was, and went... I always
1: save my knock three times for the end.
0: Okay. <laughs> so so, so <laughs> format at the very start just went, Jaw. um... Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm, I'm, I'm handing the mic to court and saying, have your last say.
2: Marcello looks like the love child of Edward Woodward and Phil Collins. Yes.
0: <laughs> love it.
2: That was my first observation, and that's how I want to leave everyone with this film, because I think that alone makes it worthwhile
0: to watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Are we done? I had a question. <laughs> uh, yes. Is it about Phil Collins? If you were
1: the hunter, what would be your
2: chosen method of dispatch?
0: Like, if it was set today? I would beat them to death with Phil Collins. <laughs>
2: I would uh, I would use psychological torment and torture and cyber bully them into killing themselves.
0: That's cheating. <laughs> Buzz?
2: Um... I would wait until
1: they were worshiping the sunset, and then trick them into playing with my small annoying robot, and then they would get electrocuted as the sea touched them. That's shit, but something along those lines. <laughs> Look, it's late.
0: <laughs> it's late. Like, it's tiring. All right. So,
1: and my last point would have to be yes. Klaus Wunderlich music needs to fuck off in every form.
0: Absolutely. Klaus, <laughs> my w- last word. Klaus Wanda can lick my balls. Um, <laughs> so, out of... Uh, would, would we like to give the movie a score? Sure. Okay, Boz, what is your score?
1: Um, can you come back to me?
0: <laughs> it's an interesting rating, but sure. Um, <laughs> Court, what's your score?
2: I'm going to give it three sets of shooting bras.
0: Nice. Ah, I, I will give it 5 chars. <laughs> out of out of what? No, just 5 stars. That's it. Okay. <laughs> so we stand up at the upper limit of this. It can be 5 out of a million. No, that's all <laughs> it, that's all I'm saying. I'm being very very uh, very mysterious. Just 5 stars.
2: Much like the storyline of this film Boz, <laughs> your rating doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's made up thing.
1: <laughs> I will give it 2 Non mechanized catapult chairs. <laughs> he always wants to go I, I last just... so he can have the best one. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I, I was also thinking with a crocodile. I just, I'd I I missed this. Do you think To make the crocodile go away, did they use crocodile shoes? Shoe,
2: shoe. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, that was
0: the. This is the point where I, I should let that out. Come out. Come on out. Come what? out. What? Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> On that rather, yes, note, that is it for episode four, season one of Obsessive Cinema Discourse. Now, who's in charge of our next episode? That would be Court.
2: Mm, Yes, absolutely. I'll be leading it. And I haven't picked anything yet because, you know, I'm a procrastinator.
0: Yeah. See, whereas I just said, fuck off. It was easy. All right. So, thank you, Court. Thank you, Boz. You're
1: welcome, sir. Good luck making sense of that dumpster fire. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And to all of our listeners who will probably never listen again, ciao.
2: (laughs) Later, folks. Thanks for listening. Buongiorno. I don't even know if that's Italian.
1: (laughs) Don't forget, you can find our perfect and pristine Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash obsessive cinema discourse. And if you think we missed something on any episode, <laughs> yeah, as if, uh, please do email us at d at and bring your own particular OCD into the light. Or was it d at? Or maybe it was ocinemad at? Oh, I know. Maybe it was more like okinemad at? Or were we thinking o sign madi